Welcome to episode 150 of The Cool Room. So I was genuinely not expecting uh, both the cheers from the audience that's gathered here today, our 72 most famous and uh, faithful listeners have come along. I also wasn't expecting the fact that it would take uh, Travis by surprise that we've got to 150 episodes, given the fact that we've been promoting uh, via your website <laughs> the fact that the 150th episode would have happened here today. Uh, we are gathered here at the Bonehead Brewery in Parsons Street, Kensington, I'm with my good friend Warren Wu. Good afternoon, Warren Wu. Good afternoon. How are you, David? I'm excellently well. The sun is out. All of the sound issues that we've had over the last three hours have slipped away. We've had the car alarms going off. We've had hail on the tin roof. We've had a cherry picker being loaded onto a <laughs> truck to yeah. be taken away. And we've probably got a good 10 minutes or so before the next sound issue occurs. Yeah, which is... I don't know where you're going with that, but it's not interesting podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Here's all the stuff that happened when you weren't listening. That's exactly right. (laughs) It's not nearly as fun as this game of Cards Against Humanity I'm playing with Blake. So it's fair to say that Warren has discovered the, uh, the pack of cards against humanity that's down at the brewery, and he's invented some of his own games. Uh, we, we will play cards against humanity, apparently. I've never played it before in my life. And uh, he's also invented his own game where he plucks a card and demands to know what kind of beer should be named after the, uh, the card that he plucks. Don't pick too early, Warren. We've got a little bit of a way to go on that yet. Uh, we have with us today... Travis and Anthony, we were so looking forward to having some new talent, uh, some different people to speak to, uh, the guys from Sobra Mesa maybe coming and joining us, and instead we have two of our loyalist and most uh, treasured members of the Cool Room family. Yeah, I think episode yeah. 7, yeah. 143 episodes ago, you guys sat down with me and Damo exactly where we're sitting today. Mm. Um, and in an episode that is almost unlistenable to due to the background noise. So that's the beauty of it. But speaking directly into the microphones, let's have a a welcome to Travis, a welcome to Anthony, and let's talk about some of the beers and where Bonehead's been at in the last year or so. Well, uh, thanks for having us. Yeah, and thanks for having us with all this new shiny, lovely equipment. You didn't have this at episode seven. No, well, that's, this is designed to filter out all of that background noise. Right. So You've you know, really hammering home the background noise today. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be... I'm confident it's going to be a theme in the podcast that sooner or later the rain will return and the covers will come back onto the ground and we'll need to abandon play for a period of time. Very good. Um, it's... Yeah, you guys, like, just just like we have had 150 episodes of time go by and everything's changed, you guys have, have gone through quite a big journey too. Like, and I, I, I was lucky enough to meet you when I was pinch hitting at, at Hardiman's Hotel, which is just up the road, mm-hmm. and you guys were pushing kegs down, down into the barrel room, their yep. barrel room. Yep, rolling um, them down the street from here to there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... What would be? Let's start. Let's kick off. Like, if, if any of our listeners want to want to know the background, they'll they'll have to listen back to to some of the <laughs> episodes. Episode seven sixty three, one hundred nineteen. Yeah, like the lotto numbers of, of of episodes you've been involved in. But 
what's the biggest thing that's changed over the journey? What, or the most important thing that's changed over the journey since you guys first started in, in this former, former, what was it? A dirt Mechanic. And, dirt and, and Del, not Dirt and Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Dirt and Dalmatian store, actually. Yeah, they they made Dalmatians out Dobermans, of dirt. Dobermans and Dirt. Yeah, yeah Dobermans and Dirt. <laughs> the Dobermans were protecting the cars, which were at the... the it says the a lot about you, Warren Wu, that you get Dalmatians and Dobermans <laughs> mixed <laughs> up. Yeah. It's like... Uh, because that's similar. Going, going like, back to my childhood memories. Yeah, going back to <laughs> these childhood memories of, of the space that we were standing <clears> in. Well, not much has changed, actually, <laughs> to be honest. We had, we had a little, uh, little, little pandemic that people might, might have heard of in the last couple of years that has slowed things down a little bit for us, but we're ramping back up for, for things now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I think, like, everybody in Melbourne, the, that's taken the wind out of the sails. Um, but, you know, they're full of, full of wind again, which is good. Yep. Um, full of wind again. Full There's wind. our first T-shirt for the night. Full of wind again. Brewery, full of wind again. Awesome. Is that a car? There's going to be a beer, new beer. Right. Um, no, I think, look, it's just time, right? I think these are the, big, the big changer, the big catalyst for, for our change has really just been time. When Anthony and I kicked off, when you guys first came in for episode number seven, we had four tanks um, over there pushed up against the wall. Anth, myself and um, Mr. Stephen Duffy were pretty much it for Bonehead and a smattering of bar staff. Um, and we were struggling hand over fist just to keep liquid, enough liquid in tank turning over as quickly as we could canning with a contract canner um, it was just mayhem wasn't it? Like, uh, and I think now with, with the benefit of time and then it's kind of given us more time to perfect and to grow what we're doing if that yep. makes any sense Yep. so you know the operation as it stands today is light years different to how it started uh, from an operational perspective but it's Still chaos and mayhem. Yeah, it's still chaos and mayhem, and we've just got a little bit more time between the chaos and the mayhem to plan things a bit better. Which you call organised chaos and mayhem. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and this is this is almost the same question asked in a different way. Uh, what would you tell your yourselves if you could talk to yourselves when you first started? What's a piece of advice you would give, like? Uh, yeah, episode seven, Anthony and, and Travis, if you could. Um, for me, I'll jump in. Like, I think just have a look at the name of the brewery. Like, chill out a little bit, you know. You're, yeah, you've called it Bonehead for a reason. Just, um, you know, you, you, can, you can take five years to get where you need to be. You don't need to do it all overnight. So maybe slow down a little bit. Oh, that's a good... To be honest. But the, the follow-up to this, what do you reckon you did too fast? Was it just sort of... Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that we were doing things too quickly. It's just you know you always want to get you always want to get to that next step. Um, you always want to do the next thing. You always need you know you, you want to keep moving. Um, and I always said that it's better to be stumbling than standing still. Maybe I should have just embraced the stumbling a little bit more uh, instead of trying to you know get it right. Yeah. Embrace the stumbling. There's another yeah. T-shirt that we can What are you drinking, Travis? I, I'm drinking sweet pea. Oh, yeah, great. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic bonehead. Yeah, so let's do our little orientation thing that we always like to do for our, uh, particularly our Norwegian listeners. Uh, They're fantastic. Shout out to Heinrich if he's uh, on board. Um, You're clutching your heart there. Well, you know, explain why Norwegian listeners are important to you and us and where we're sitting right now. I think they're important to everybody. I mean, not just me. (laughs) Norwegian listeners. Absolutely. Shout out to Heinrich. 
He's, he's a ripper, Heinrich. I mean, he's never bothered to actually write to us and confirm that his name is Heinrich, but we presume that's the case. Right, and, OK. Well, don't, don't presume. But Let us a, know. Is that your name? Norwegian let's, listener. Let's, let's uh, discuss where Kensington is in Australia and why the Sweet Pea is uh, one of the iconic beers that you guys produce. I describe it as my workhorse beer when I come here in a really positive sense because it's just when I walk in, that's the first beer I have, and then I look at what else is on offer. Well, funny you should be talking about horses, David. For those who don't know Kensington... Kensington and Flemington are sort of one in the same suburb. And for those who don't know, the Melbourne Cup, Flemington... Just yeah, as a Melbourne know. City Councillor, I may yeah, not agree with the statement that. that they're you the same. Well, you can, they're but you, you go out there and stand in the middle of Racecourse Road and yeah. yell you that go, you're you all the same. You go across the road and, you, and you'll be in you Flemington. You can say that in Flemington, but you can't say that in Kensington. Yeah, you I get it. We're, we're probably more Flemington than Kensington here, let's be honest. Anyway, we'll cut all of that out. We are very out of air this episode. Geographically speaking, we are very, very close to Flemington Racecourse where the Melbourne Cup is held. For anyone that is uh, not familiar with the surroundings where we are, and I'm sure the people who are actually in the bar at the moment obviously know where they are. And uh, for those listening in uh, Norway mm. and mm. India, lots and of India? New, lots of new Indian listeners. Share really, out friends in India. We yeah, start well, yeah. I think yes, you could. Um, they 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 would have heard the term Travancore because, like, Travancore was the old name for the southern part of India, and that's where I live, which is also part of the. You whole. mean Ascot Vale? <laughs> yeah, fucking I feel us going down a, a, a little a geographical hole we don't want to get involved. Tell us about the Sweet Pea beer. It's a ripper. Yeah, all right, I'll be honest. So, yeah, so Sweet Peas, we, we've dubbed Sweet Pea a Melbourne Dark Lager. Um, if you go back to listen to the other episodes we've done, it's probably the one we're talking about as well because it is, it is one of our favourites. Um, it's one of my favourites. Mm. It's a beer that I think Anthony and I probably... It's one of the last homebrew beers we ever did, I think, really. Um, and it was also the first beer that we ever picked up any awards for, which was really, really nice. It's probably, um, the, fir- probably the first beer that we actually put our heads together on and wrote the recipe together rather yeah. than... Like Mum's Pilsen is clearly one of your beers, Revere's mm. clearly one of my beers, mm. but this is one of our beers. It's yeah. probably the first of our beers. Yeah, it's fair to say, absolutely. Yeah. And I think if we think back to that episode, I think you asked at one point, well, what is, what's your favourite beer? And Anthony and I both at the exact same time said Sweet Pea. Um, so Melbourne Dark Lager, it's, it's, it's part Schwarz beer, it's kind of part uh, Dunkel, um, you know, Euro Lager, Czech Dark Lager, whatever you want to brand it. It's, but it's none of those things, but all of those things at the same time. So it's picked up a, it's picked up a silver as a Svarch beer. It's picked up a silver as a Dark Lager, Euro Dark Lager, something European like that. Dark European Lager. Dark Lager. That was a long um, time ago. It was a long time ago, but it's effectively the same beer. Um, yeah. I would say it's actually better than what that, that beer was back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a little less manic and process and procedure is prevailed. There you go. Put that on. Yeah, absolutely. Process and procedure (laughs) prevailed. I mean, I I couldn't wear it personally. I'm falling falling asleep. I don't know about you. (laughs) Um, Schwarzbier sounds... I'm going to dive into the guts of this. Uh, Schwarzbier sounds quite German. Kind of October-y festy. Uh, where are you going with this? I, I know exactly where. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was quite nice. We, I yeah. thought we might start the discussion with Oktoberfest. And it's, it's for, for the past month, a lot of the breweries which we've... Uh, all the Melbourne breweries have kind of 
kind of hinted that this is this is a thing that 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 has been a bit of a theme through Melbourne breweries. Like we've we've got to the stage where it's a kind of fun thing that we're we're connecting with, and I think it's really great. And you guys are you guys are doing that too. What are you guys doing for Oktoberfest? Well, I, I, I think through COVID, I think most of uh, I'll speak for ourselves here. We were robbed of the opportunity to enjoy something like Oktoberfest. Mm. Travis and I used to go to Oktoberfest back at the showgrounds back in the mid-90s. Oh, yeah. And you know, I've, So just I've, to be clear for our overseas listeners, you're talking about the Melbourne showgrounds yes. a couple of hundred metres down the road, yes. not going to Munich. Next to, <laughs> next to Flemington Racecourse. Next to yeah. Flemington yeah. Racecourse, yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. get out and, of free, and I free have one also, much. I have also ventured to Munich Oktoberfest too many years ago. But uh, it's a festival that Travis and I both really enjoy and we both really love German style beers. We did it back in our homebrew days, very, very early on, that we held a party for our friends year after year. We did an Oktoberfest thing, and yep. uh, that went for about a decade. Yeah, like a, just a homebrew festival in our backyards, basically. Yeah, started about 40 people and ended up to about 150 by the end of it. Hmm. Um, and then our wives told us to stop doing it, and we opened a brewery and instead. A brewery. <laughs> I can't stop and, doing it. And now it's my work. Yeah, that's it. Or, or like, that's a lesson for wives. Just just don't stop us from doing stuff, because then we'll just take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop going to the races. You yeah. buy a racehorse. That's like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So, yeah. and I think, I, I don't know, like, I don't know how many of the listeners of, I don't, I, I don't know the demographic of your listening base, but it's, um, it's one it's Norwegian, one 80-year-old Norwegian man called Heinrich. Well, if I'm ever, I don't know if he was in Melbourne, circa late 90s, um, there wasn't a lot of craft beer going on, no, right? Like, no. yeah, okay, so we had, um, you know, the goats just kind of starting out, yep. and, you know, I think um, the guys out of Grand Ridge were, have been doing their things yep. for about 10 years, uh, we had yep. Coopers, but... Uh, three Ravens? That, three Ravens back in the day, I mean... Even- they, they, were, they were 10 years old last year or something, so they're not... Really? Yeah, no, not, yeah. not back then. Oh, there, were, there was wow. yeah. three, I would yep. say. Yeah, Red, yeah. Um, there was Redback. That's about oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Matilda Bay stuff coming across So if Nullable. it wasn't for... Yep. And this is this would be like, I don't know, maybe the Belgian Beer Cafe was a thing back then. I, I can't remember. I was oh, a bit, yeah. I'm a bit blind to all of that. But, um, well, I was a bit blind. But um, <laughs> one of the two. But I think, you know, the Oktoberfest coming every year to Melbourne, if you love beer or if you love something different, it was a bit of an event. Like, it was, it was where you got to try different and interesting beers and have a different experience. It mm. wasn't just CUB or, or, or two weeks. Or where you got to get really drunk and ride on the statue of the horse at the showgrounds. Did I do that? <laughs> no, you didn't do that. But everybody else did. <laughs> right, okay. You were, the one, you were the one person of the 100,000 people who turned up. Yeah, you you behaved yourself. Captain responsible over here. Like, get off the horse. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so for us, it was, you know, like, it's, it's a history of, of loving beer, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you think about when we launched, a lot of our beers were lagers. I mean, we, we launched Bonehead with three lagers on our core, menu, on our core range uh, and no IPA. And everyone thought we were mental. Yeah, it's a very um, different lineup you have now to what just kicked off. Yeah, with. Well, yeah. I mean, the classic boneheads are still there. I think, um, I think we sold out, David. I think that's what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you haven't started serving poutine, so you haven't gone down the whole sort of. Or, cha- or changing our name or anything like that. <laughs> we've changed almost as much as you have. But I think, yeah, look, so, so for us, Oktoberfest and, and that kind of party is, is pretty close to where, where we kicked off yep. and what we love about beer. Um, so what are we doing here? Um, we've got on the, the 1st of October, 1 to 6, uh, 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., where we're having a, 
a good old-fashioned Oktoberfest party. Yes! Um, you know, there'll be... We're bringing back some of the German beers that we've launched or that we've put out under, under Bonafide and under a few different monikers over the, um, over the last six months. Yep. Um, and then we've got uh, a Hefeweizen coming out. We've got a... Vienna Lager. Uh, Vienna Lager, thank you. Um, Anthony's the memory of the organisation. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, yeah, we've got a Vienna Lager. Uh, we'll bring the Ruck beer back in, if, which, was, which was a crowd pleaser. I can see this... Yeah, the crowd is going wild. I mean, in a really quiet and restrained way, I have to say. But they are going wild. And, and it will be extra lagered after be sitting in our cool room for the past four months as well. So. That's a good thing. Um, so yeah that's it and we've got um, the guys I don't know if anyone came to the Festival of Smoke we did uh, last month Um, but we've teamed back up with a guy called uh, Kit Houston from Houston's Barbecue who if you remember back in the early days and it's kind of coming full circle like Kit used to set up essentially where what's that Fermenter 8 is um, for listeners at home who can't see Fermenter 8 it's that big barrel thing over there that looks very shiny um, so he used to set up in the brew house, and he would do um, he would do his Houston barbecue. He would he would serve brisket on white bread and amazing smoked wings and sausages and things every Saturday night, I think it was. Um, so he's coming back in and he's doing three feasts or three three kind of smoked German dishes, and you'll get a beer stein and yeah, it'll be it'll be great fun. Beer stein, your first pour on the house. Yeah. Oh, that sounds excellent. I might even make my surprise pretzels. Ooh, surprise pretzel sounds surprise like pretzels. yeah. It sounds like something I don't want to know about. Be, it's a, this sounds. No, I'd be a surprise if I can be bothered making them. I think that's more surprise. <laughs> I reckon this might be a really good point because we're going to get to taste a couple of these things out of the tank. Yep. I might press pause on the record. And while we have a little break in the live record, there it gives me editing David uh, an opportunity just to chime in with a quick little ad for some of the outrageously fun things we're going to be doing in the cool room in October. Uh, If you haven't checked us out before, make sure you jump on to our uh, social media pages, our Facebook and our Instagram to keep up to date with all that we're doing. Um, We're really getting into the Oktoberfest spirit. We've got three great breweries coming on to our live online show uh, and we have tasting packs available from our Cool Room Shopify for all of those. Uh, We're going to be joined by Schlenkler live from Bamberg in Germany. Uh, Burnley Brewing from Melbourne are coming back in. They've got 10 great beers that they've made for Oktoberfest. They look amazing. And Slow Lane from Sydney are returning as well. Uh, They've got nine Oktoberfest beers this year. Uh, You can grab all of those beers uh, from our tasting packs uh, on the online store and then come and join us online. If you can't join us online, you can listen to the podcast while you taste those beers. Uh, Just so honoured and excited to have such fantastic breweries, uh, as well as our Weinstefan tasting pack, and we'll gather together and enjoy some of those. Um, Please rate and review the podcast wherever you might be listening to it right now. And having done all of that, let's go back to the boys from Bonehead. Ticket. Well, welcome, welcome back. We're here for the second half of our discussion with Bonehead Brewery. Uh, my good friend Warren Wu is playing with my microphone. That's all good. We love that kind of thing. We don't often shout out and cause trouble and controversy. We have one podcast that we do from time to time. 
Chosen Brew, we're not mentioning you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay down a, a challenge to another podcast right now. Uh, Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon, The Final Word podcast, great cricket podcast that we love very dearly. They think 150 is not a cricket score that you should celebrate. And I will call them out and say 150 is a magnificent number, particularly because we're doing 150 episodes here today at Bonehead. Yeah. Who doesn't celebrate 150? Adam Collins, Jeff Lemon. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. If they're out here in summer, we will see them at whatever brewery they want to meet at. Yeah. Um, um, We are lucky enough... Oh, no, let's not talk about that yet. Let's... let's, Oh, no, let's not talk about... Exactly why we're here drinking. Um, No, I'm like... okay. We came back here to talk about... Two of the Oktoberfest beers that the guys have poured for us. Why don't we talk about them? Which right. one should we talk about first? Oh, Warren, I didn't know where you were going with that. I'm I don't know where I was going necessarily either. What's the card say? Which one should we drink first, boys? The Vienna Lager or the Heifer? We'll have to talk about the Vienna Lager because it's only, it's only us that has the Vienna Lager. The, the, the crowd out there has... Uh, yeah, we're really lucky to... Yeah, thank, thanks, guys, for, for sharing with the little, the little group that all of them medium-sized group that's here today. Um, we were all trying the Vienna Lager and all lucky enough to be able to have it out of tank, which is really exciting. I agree. I love this kind of thing. It's a yep. very special treat you've given us today. Talk us through the beer that's in front of us. Yeah, let's go for it. So we, we, we tried to nail as best as we could uh, traditional Vienna Lager, so it's extremely malty. It's got a nice mm. sort of almost amber colour to it, and we... Brewed this a very long time ago, so long ago that I've forgotten when we brewed it. It's been sitting in the tank, uh, lagering, lagering for the last twelve weeks, and it's still got another couple of weeks before release. So it is uh, well and truly traditionally lagered, yeah. so to speak. Absolutely. And so, so it's not a colour that you know some people who are new to sort of craft beer wouldn't look at that and go, "Oh, that's a lager." Well, so well explain- some people some people might get it confused with the Mini Callus, but I, I assure them that it's a very different style of beer. <laughs> Our good friend Mr. Muggs yeah. is having a good laugh about that. Is that is that a reason for that? We don't need to yell out. Oh no, is it? Uh, it's our number one Rattenhooden fan who got that a little bit confused. Do do continue, Anthony, with your description of what we're tasting here. Yeah, so it's very very malt driven, um, malt driven lager. Very sweet on the palate. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yes, yeah. I, I love the thing. Yeah, I think we've we've really. I mean. We're under the Bonafide series and also under the um, Brewhouse series. We've really tried to nail a few of these traditional German-style beers or, or you know, European-style yep. lagers um, over the last, God, six months, maybe even 12 months. So you think back to Classic. We've had Classic. We've had, uh, um, I don't know, another one that sounded like Classic. Traditional. Uh, traditional. Uh, and this one's coming out as original. So, I mean, origi- uh, the, the Vienna Lager is really... One of the one of the more original. Kind oh, of absolutely! The forebearer to, to the pilsner, to the German pilsner. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's coming out in October for, for our Oktoberfest, which is happening next month, um, along with a couple of other lagers and a couple of other kind of German-inspired beers. So, the other one that we've got here, just for us, unfortunately, we're not sharing it with everyone else here, is the uh, is the Hefeweizen, which is coming out under the Brewhouse series, um, which is kind of the Brewhouse series is when we just let our brewers do what they want to do. Uh, they want to make a Hefeweizen, we let them make a Hefeweizen. 
Um, why, why did they want to make camp for Bison? You'd have to ask them, and, and they really, you should have been here today. I don't know where you guys are. <laughs> uh, you could have answered some of these questions. Thank you. <laughs> it's okay, they won't be listening. No. But tell us no. about a heifer. I mean, there's a style there that, again, for people who are new to craft beer, uh, may not be as familiar. Explain why this is really good fun. I think that's really interesting because we were just talking about the Oktoberfest stuff. I think that back in the day, this is what we considered craft beer. This is actually, <laughs> yeah. well, this is yeah, actually the, first, the first style of beer I had a crack at as a home Yeah, brewery. yeah. And yeah, failed we, miserably. We sit in the wardrobe. <laughs> is that what it was? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> this is significantly better for those playing along at home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who remember circa 2000 Anthony's homebrew, yeah. 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 Um, I remember, yeah. And it was one of the styles that really stood out because, like, when we'd... we'd that, that kind of wheat beer, yeast-driven, yeast-flavour-driven, Easter-driven Naturally style. hazy. Yeah, naturally hazy. Yeah, like we... The original hazy. <clears throat> going back to where the boys would remember the, the Belgian beer cafe and oh, yeah. on St Kilda Road, we all went there and, like, you'd have to order uh, one of those glasses of a heifer... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hogarden, yeah. because you'd... Well, wheat beer, but yeah, same Yeah, yeah, wheat beer, yeah, yeah. Along that same line, along that same kind of idea where, where there'd be white... Hazy beer, yeah, your, yeah. Your mind would be blown, and I think, yeah, we forget, we forget that beyond beyond all those crazy hops that we now drink. Mm. Yeah, there yeah. was no, something. I would say I, I, I started off when when I first found out about German beer many many years ago. This was my go-to beer, and in the last decade, I've really been put off by it, to be honest. And having 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 having, I just I just went off it. Yeah, well, I think it's right off it. I think it's because it, like there's, there were so, so many. Boys aren't talking to the microphones; they're literally they're having talking this conversation to each other. Between, that's right. There's so, so many of them. I think ended up just tasting like wheat bix and banana breakfast. You yeah, know what I mean? like, yeah. It was, been, it was yeah. fantastic. Can I say to be around Bonehead when the guys came together and started to talk about building a brewery together? I yeah. feel like we might be just hitting the point where it's all about to fall apart. So. <laughs> Do explain why one of you likes the Hefeweizen and one of you no, 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 hates no, no, the no. Well, no, no, if, 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 if you had to let me finish my sentence there, David. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't cut Anthony Ta- off. Exactly right. <laughs> Taste, tasting this beer out of the tank after the guys brewed it, I actually fell in love with this beer style all over again. It, it is oh, that's exactly okay, what I remember this style of beer 20 years ago when I first tasted it. And that's where I was going with it. End of sentence. We're not going back to Dalmatians no. and... Dalmatians no. and Dobermans. No, but there is a bit Dalmatian and Doberman because I'm, I've, I've never been mm. a huge fan of the Hef. But I, 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 I do love a wheat beer. Yeah. Um, yep. And I guess they are... You know, they, they border on a, on a similar grist. Yeah. Um, yep. Obviously, the yeast's quite different um, and the botanics of a, of a wheat beer... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah are, totally. Are yeah, yeah, different. absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, mentioning the Belgian Beer Cafe, which I think is one of those things that comes up a lot in the... In the, in the this is the fourth time we've sat down with you guys and done this podcast. Um, yeah, it was, it was where we kind of fell in love with, like, you know, creeks yep. and... And all of those interesting different style beers. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and even the service of beers. Like, remember where they used to rinse, like, the way they rinse the glasses yeah. and they were all stacked up and I all this. Yeah, winced for a moment there. Or winced and that's what they used to do when I turned yeah. up. Yeah. You, 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 felt, you felt very special when someone got a beer knife out and just, like, yeah, cut the top of the head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you guys remember yeah. there was a period of time where the the massive Hogarden Steins, because you could get them in, if anyone remembers the Belgian Beer Cafe, like, we've got a crowd here, can someone nod so it's not just three people? People, yeah. Yeah. Thumb, the problem is the crowd right? is so big they can't all hear. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I, we, the, you used to be able to get you used to be able to get the Hogarden Steins in like two sizes. Yes, and they're those weird kind of yeah, really I've thick got, glass two, kind of. They were like yeah. massive latte now, glasses. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now every every cafe in Melbourne serves a latte in them, right? Yeah, well, does anyone remember when they, they had a run of the big ones, the 500 bill ones, just breaking in half? <laughs> yeah, they were just like split. In yeah. half. That seems very much a Travis thing to remember. Yeah, no, <laughs> were you working for That's one of those things that no one else <laughs> in the world will remember, but you'll remember that. Yeah, yeah. They, they had this bad run of glasses where the, the, the big ones just would break yeah. in half. <laughs> right. Yeah. Probably down the seat. Yeah, right down the seat. Yeah, down the seat. Be, yeah, I, I, I think I yeah. quietly remember. Warren's one year of engineering teaches him. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, so, all right. Like, we, let's keep the other two beers. Would you guys be happy to keep the other two beers quiet and under your hat? And people can come and October figure out what yeah, Ob- Octoberfest beers, of course. And then people can come and figure that out. And, and the joy of or that would be awesome. Or you can promote the shit out of it. No, we've already let it slip, though, what they yeah, were. Yeah, we're so bringing the rock beer back, and we're bringing and, and back the uh, Marsden back. Oh, that's there, not, there yeah, is okay. a fifth. Marsden is a beautiful one. And like a classic bonehead beer. Yeah. There is another beer getting launched that day, but it is not exclusively an Oktoberfest beer. No. But we did a collaboration with Hopheads. So we've got a white IPA that will be getting launched here that day. Actually, the run, forget Oktoberfest, the run between now and Christmas in terms of beer releases is going to be pretty awesome, I think. Like, yeah. We, we, we pulled one or two out of the schedule just because the scene in Melbourne was, was kind of dropping off a little. Um, but we're, we're coming back with a vengeance um, and the run home to Christmas. Do you like that? It's next year, anyway. Um, so we've got... Um, sorry, in joke. You are so happy yeah. with that. I am. Um, like one comment. We've got... So what have we got coming out? We've got a Davidson Plum Sour that we did with the... Well, yeah. Uh, we did with the guys from Animus Distilling out yep. uh, in Kyneton. In Kyneton, where yeah. I was yesterday. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And you just see mum and dad. Like it's a shout out to mum and dad who'll never listen, but it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> um, or drink a Davidson Plum Gin, which I had is a like... lovely. Uh, I had a lovely lamb shank at the Oaklands d- uh, Grill. I think it's called now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, cool. we talk... anyway go. Has yeah. anyone had Davidson Plum? Like, do you yeah, guys have Davidson I, Plum? yeah. Yeah. So fresh... yeah. Yeah. They're like the sourest thing known They're to man. They're really incredible. Like but they sour. Yeah, but the like when you smell them, the Davidson Plum smell should be as sweet. Like it smells like it should be super, super sweet. Like yeah. bubble gum, raspberry. And then it just yeah. Cut your tongue in half. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's, it's unforgivingly. It's unforgiving. It yeah. In terms yeah. of where you, you can see how all these trees are related to each other. Mm-hmm. Sorry to go into tree talk. <laughs> this is your one year of what's that by Oh no! no Shannon's my favourite tree <laughs> podcast. Completely, uh, totally arbitrary. And welcome to episode one of Dave's Backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. It's called it's, totally arbitrary. It's what a legend! It's brilliant. Uh, um, so I won't cut back. So sorry. You, let's you've, got, you've got your cards. No, no, no. In let's. Your hands. No, no. We'll we'll do this a little bit later. But Oct- we we were talking about Octoberfest. Leave Octoberfest alone, and let's talk a little bit about what was what we've already drank. Um, Anthony, what were you drinking before you picked up one of the the weepy? Yeah, what was that? That was the Davidsonian plum. Oh, you had the. Uh, I, I had a sneaky. Oh. I had a sneaky glass straight out of the tank because it's delicious. 
because that's why we opened a brewery. And I, so and I didn't just share with anybody. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, I wasn't going. There's only one or two beers that could be, and the rest of them are sold out. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Must, must well, yeah, it was like it looks like a, the color of maybe a, a hazy red IPA, but you know, it's <laughs> like. <laughs> but, <laughs> Uh, I think this would be a good time to thank our wonderful, wonderful <laughs> guests. We're, we're done, are we? We're, we're finished. We're, we're over us. We thank our guests. We thank our 72 loyalist listeners who have come down. <laughs> particularly Corey, who can he can clap like 72 people. That's an amazing yeah. He could clap like 72 Naomi people from his house and just hear his mouth. He's got dick fingers. Yeah, yeah, he can't tell the difference between a, a Munich Ellis and a Vienna Lager, apparently. Oh! Snap! <laughs> look at it. Look at it. Deadly silence. That, that, that nerve in his forehead just like. Before, before like, the knife fight starts, <laughs> they're not. Right. They're. they're, they're well, they're about as close as Travancore and Ascobale. So. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Kensington and Flemington. They're not, they're not light years apart. Travancore. The, the, the Turak of the West. Uh, anyway. Boy, boy, a, a huge thank you for everything you've done to help the podcast, help the Royal Mail Hotel back in the day. Uh, 150 episodes. You, you forgot Mr Griffiths as well, coming in there at 2 o'clock in the morning, Ooh. drunk. Yeah, that wasn't so helpful. That wasn't helpful. <laughs> I lost my ATM Demanding poutine. But demanding poutine. Where's our poutine? We're going to a brewery down the road. And we're like, okay, we need to pay. Well, I better go get some money out. And then the ATM card across the road ate my card because I couldn't remember my PIN number. I was at... That seems very unlike you, Travis. You could have paid him beer. I reckon you could have paid we him beer. To round things out, it was all Dobermans and, <laughs> and daffodils. Dobermans and daffodils. We've seen a lot in Kensington over the years. It's uh, fantastic to have you back on the show. Thanks for It's fantastic us. to stop recording, and uh, we will edit this into a really neat five-minute episode, I reckon. You don't get neat out of us, David. Can't wait for episode 151.